Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. Missed yesterday. Had a little difficulties getting yesterday's podcast done, but we're going to attempt to get it done today. Following up what we talked about on Wednesday about John 7, Jesus crying out, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. As the scripture has said, he who believes in me that out of his innermost being, his bellies, his bowels will flow rivers of living water. And of course, he was speaking of the Holy Spirit, who, as John records, had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. And we talked about the significance of this happening at the Feast of Tabernacles, the last great day of the feast, the water pouring ceremony, all the symbolic images that were being put forth before the people at the climax of that ceremony and the water pouring ceremony, Jesus stands and cries out, yells this out to everyone who is present. And you have to remember, there were multiplied thousands of people present. And of course, we see this is an invitation to him. He is declaring himself to be their savior, their Messiah. He is declaring himself to be their salvation. And of course, this applies to those who are spiritually thirsty, spiritually in need, being able to come and be received by Christ and to receive from Christ eternal life and the forgiveness of their sins. But there is an aspect of this which is an ongoing principle for the child of God. Because you notice in this invitation if any man thirsts, let him come. And the tense of the language in the Greek there is let him come and keep coming. Let him drink and keep drinking. This is not something that is just initially done to enter in through that narrow door of the person of Christ for salvation, but it is something that is to continue in the life of a child of God each day because we are brought into at the moment of faith in the gospel an experiential reality of union with God. We are one with him now. He dwells within us. He has shared his life with us. He has made us a new creation. He has made us a dwelling place that he is able to inhabit. He has cleansed, he has washed, he has sanctified our vessel, our life as his home, as his dwelling place. Christ has shared with us his very life. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. Notice past tense. Nevertheless, I live, yet it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by or because of the faithfulness of the Son of God, the faithfulness of the Son of God who did what he did for me, the faithfulness of the Son of God who continues to do what he does for me and in me. It is his life. You and I, as a child of God, learn and need to learn and are supposed to learn how to walk by means of his life, allowing him to live and express his life through you, through me, each and every day. And it is us thirsting, 
coming and drinking from him within us, receiving all that we need. Here's the thing you have to realize as a child of God. You lack nothing essential. You lack nothing essential for what you need for living the life God has called you to live. You lack nothing. All that you need has already been provided to you in the person of Christ in you. I hear people many times say, oh, I need patience. I need more patience or I need more love. I need to cry out and ask God for to give me more love or I need more peace and I need to seek God for some extra peace. Listen to me. And this is, this is absolutely essential to understand. Paul makes it very clear in the letter to the church in Colossae. We are right now and forever will be complete in Christ, we lack nothing. Where do I find peace at? Not outside of myself. I find peace from Christ within me, who is peace, who is the Prince of Peace. I don't need any more peace. I've got all the peace I need because I have the person who is peace living within me. What I need to learn how to do is to live by and draw from that peace. Same thing with strength. All the strength I'll ever need, I have within me because I have the one who is all-powerful within me, love. I have the one who is in his very essence love and who has willing to share that love in and through me to other people. I simply must learn how to draw from the well, the spring of living water that is within me by means of the person of Christ. It's not by me earning it. It's not by me striving after it. It is a matter of, like everything else in the life of a follower of Jesus, a matter of faith. I trust. I trust in him to be my strength. I trust in him to impart his peace. I trust in him to impart his love. I know that I have what I need. I believe that I have what I need. And then I act on that reality. Whether I feel it or not, emotions do not dictate reality for us. And when you learn how to tap into and live by means of the life of Christ in you, everything changes. You're not striving in your own strength anymore. You're not striving to earn something. You're resting in the finished work of Christ, which is what this podcast is really all about. It's what the word tetelestai means. It is finished. It is done. I'm resting in a completed work. Now I'm able to draw from the wealth of and the riches of that completed work. Testimony after testimony throughout history talks about us living by means of the life of Christ. This is what people would call the victorious Christian life, I guess you'd say. It is living by means of God's grace and his life inside of me. A good example of this, and there was a, a, a term coined years ago by uh, Hudson Taylor, who was the founder of the China Inland Mission when he learned about living by means of this life, he, they, they, it was coined the exchanged life. We're not living by our strength. But when I'm thirsty, and that means thirsty, thirst de denotes a need. I have a need. 
I need water. So I'm going to go get something to drink. I have an endless supply of water available to me. I go, I draw from the well, I drink the water, and I'm refreshed. My thirst indicates my need. What do I need? Do I need peace? Do I need love? Do I need joy? Do I need uh, guidance? Do I need strength? Do I need wisdom? Uh, Do I need holiness? Do I need righteousness? Do I need power? What do I need? Well, I find what I need in the person of Jesus. That's my thirst. And then I come by faith and I drink by faith. Lord, I may not feel this right now, but I'm choosing to believe you will love through me. You will impart your peace to me because you are within me. And I choose to live by means of that peace. I don't understand how it works, Lord. I'm just choosing to do it because I'm in you. You're in me. We are one together. And we act on that reality. This is what Romans 6, Romans 7, Romans 8 is built upon. Galatians 5, when it talks about being filled with the Spirit of God. This is what Jesus is talking about. Abide in me and I in you. Abiding in him. Hudson Taylor said that when he learned how to abide in Christ and we were commanded to abide in the vine, that we can do nothing apart from Christ, he said a light bulb turned on inside of me in one glorious sentence. He had memorized from a letter from a pen of a man named McCarthy who had written, how do I get my faith strengthened? Not by striving after faith, but by resting in and on the faithful one. And Hudson Taylor realized that he hadn't been interested in abiding so much as he wanted to glean the sap that came off the vine. Sap was great, it was sweet, but it was missing the fullness of Jesus. And it alleviated when he learned about abiding, resting by faith and looking by faith, coming to the well by faith to drink. And he learned and he said, Christ was not just the vine. He was the root, the stem, the branches, the twigs, the leaves, the flower, the fruit. He was also the soil, the sunshine, the air, the showers, and ten thousands more than we have ever dreamed, wished for, or needed. It doesn't come, Hudson Taylor realized, by straining. It doesn't, you know, a branch doesn't strain for sunshine. A branch doesn't strain for air. It doesn't worry about its beauty or its blossom. It simply abides quietly in undisturbed union with the vine and bears fruit and blossoms in its time. We exchange all of our worry, all of our striving, all of our struggle in return. We trust and look to Jesus to give us the fullness of himself in an area of our lives. You have all you need. It's a matter of trusting that now and living by means of that. And it's a, a note. It is, it is thirst come and drink, thirst come and drink, thirst come and drink. And sometimes you do it a thousand times in a day. It is know the truth, believe the truth, act on the truth. This is what Paul says in Romans 6, knowing who you are, believing who you are, and then acting on that. Not based on your feelings, but based on faith, on who Christ has declared you to be and what he can accomplish. We exchange our emptiness to get his fullness. We lay down our lives in order to truly live. We die to our old self so we can appear with him in glory. 
uh, we learn better that it's boast to boast in our weaknesses. So his strength can rest on us more powerfully. We exchange our weakness for his strength. We find in our poverty of spirit the true riches of wisdom and grace in him. It's found in the vine, resting by faith in Christ and his life in us that he has shared with us. We are one with him. So again, if you're a child of God, you lack nothing. You have everything you need to live the life of following Jesus. You lack nothing. It's not outside of you. Every supply for your need is within you, but not in your strength, not in yourself. It is in the person and presence of Christ in you, whatever you need. So if you're thirsty, come and keep coming. Drink and keep drinking. Shabbat Shalom. Have a great weekend. Lord willing, we will be back with you on Monday.